and I'm in a little bit of a joking manner this morning, so I'm going to start off talking about Leslie since she's not exactly in the room right now, uh -oh. and everybody's going. To... Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> so Leslie says, every time you go up to introduce me, you start laughing. I said, but it's because you're just so cute. That's true. That's true. That's that, see, 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 see. Oh, Leslie's going. She's walking into the room now. <laughs> look at that shower look. <laughs> and then when I go to pray for her, I'm always like joking too. So <laughs> we want to pray for him, Lord. <laughs> All right. It's okay to have fun in the Lord, right? Amen. Okay. Lord, we ask for your anointing upon Tony, ask you to fill his mouth, his heart with your words, and help us to be more Christ-like. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Amen, amen. Thank you. Praise the Lord. So, we have, who am I in Christ? And I have it in three parts, but they're all there. Let's see where we get today. But, you see, this morning... I was praying and the Lord told me to give this verse before we start. That's why we put it, no, just to remember, be, remind us. Because in a lot of places right now you're hearing, you know, who we are in Christ. And it's good, but we also have to remember where we are at the moment in Christ. So, you know, here it goes. It's Hebrews eleven thirteen. This all died in faith. Not having received the promises, but having, said, uh, having seen them afar off, and were persuaded of them, and embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. That's something we have to remember. We're going through. This, this place is not our home. We're going to our home. We're going to a promised land. And it's a pretty heavy thing because Moses, you know, I mean, yes, he, he had sinned. He got a little bit upset there. But the, the Lord was trying to tell us something, I believe, with that, that he didn't go to the promised land right then. You know, and it's almost like we here. Yes, we have the promises. Yes, the Lord did it. Yes, we are. But we're still in the journey, okay? And never forget that because some promise everything right here, pie in the sky, right here on earth. Really, we could do everything. Yes, we can. I'm not saying we, we don't, but we need to know that we ourselves are being purified. We ourselves are going through the fire to make us better in the Lord. So, Thank you, Jesus. I just wanted to say that. And here, oops, I just remember. Okay. Uh-oh. Yeah, okay. One thing that we know, we are accepted. How do we know? Because the Word says so. So this section is, I am accepted. That's something that you could claim. Okay, First John 1 John 1.12. Everybody should know it. Actually, I was going to put it like that. Okay. Can we quote it? Can we quote it all together without having it there? 
Should we try it? Ah, that's, come on. Huh? Let me put it here, but we could do it. But as many as receive him, to them gave he power to become what? Sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name. So are we sons? How do we know? The word says so. And that's where we have to stand. That's where we stand. We might go through this life and some things might not look right. And the devil will come, oh, oh, you're not. And you just have to stand firm and say, yes, I am. Yes, I am. And you need to believe it because by faith, without faith is what? Impossible to please God. So that's our life of faith. It doesn't ma matter where we're going. we humans, you know. We don't take a shower, we get smelly, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and that means more than just what I said, you know. But we get upset sometimes. Sometimes we lose, uh, we feel like <laughs> the Lord had it with us. But that's why we need to look to the Word, to the Word and stand on the Word. Because that's the only thing that could ah, I am God's child. You like all this? That's Jonathan's fault. He started with those things. So I said, okay, I'm, I'm going to find out about this. <laughs> so, wait a minute. Here, I am God's child. Amen? So all of us are God's child. You know, tell that to the devil. Get out of here. I am God's child. I might not feel it in the moment, but I am. Why? Because the word says so. John 15, 15. Henceforth, I call you not servants. What a, what a precious thing. The Lord, God in the flesh, told us that. He said, henceforth, I call you not servants. For the servant knows not what the Lord doth. But I have called you friends. For all things that I have heard of my Father, I have men, may, made known unto you. So we are friends. We are friends of the most high God. Okay? Here's Jesus, you know, and what does he say? I am a disciple and a friend of Jesus. So we, if you have Jesus in your heart, if you're following, if you're a disciple, you're a friend of Jesus and a disciple. Romans 5.11 And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. We have received that. That's for future, right? We will receive. Is that what it means? Yes? It's in the future, not right now, right? Right now. So we have it. So it's not in the future. It's right now. Wow. Isn't that amazing? We have it. Okay. Don't listen to the enemy. Look at that. I have been justified. You might not feel it. You might get up and <laughs> not feel so good. And you might. Am I? But you can say it with boldness. Why? Because the word says so. 
In 1 Corinthians 6.17 says, But he that is joined unto the Lord is one, is one spirit. That's a heavy verse. One spirit with the Lord. Okay, now don't go overboard, you know. And there's a lot of places right now that says, oh, we little gods. Don't we not? <laughs> okay? But, you know, look at what the Lord has bestowed upon us. And let's not get fooled like, you know, poor Eve. She start drinking some coffee with the devil and talk to him, and he convinced him that, you know, she could be as gods. So let's not get, oh, I could be as God. No, you can't, you know. But you're a friend, and you're one spirit with him because he said so. Amen. So, I am united with the Lord. We are united with the Lord. That's all promises. Okay? 1 Corinthians 6, 19 to 20. What? Know you not that your body is the temple. Where's the temple? Right here. The dwelling place. Right here. With us, we are the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you. The Holy Ghost is with us. Thank you, Lord, which you have of God, and you are not your own. We belong to him. We are not our own. For you are bought with a price. That's amazing. He bought us. How, how did he buy us? Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. How did he buy it? Here go. I have been bought with a price. Love, his blood. Okay? Right with his blood, he bought us. He loved us so much, so we can stand on that. So we don't listen to the devil. So we know who we are in Christ, who we walk, and we... It's something to walk with Christ, and then be careful you go to the other side and you think you are, you know, something else. But in humility, we follow the Lord. We know that he bought us. We are children of him. 1 Corinthians 12, 27. Now you are the body of Christ and members in particular. We are. We are part of it. What a blessing. What did we do for that? Just being really good, right? It's just because we're good, right? Yeah? No, right? No. <laughs> For by grace are you saved through faith. We were, we are saved by grace, grace in the Lord. I am a member of God's body. We protect it right there. Members of God's body. Look at that. Huh? Isn't that beautiful? Ephesians 1, 3 to 8. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has, not will, or when you're good, who has blessed us with all few spiritual blessings. Oh, excuse me? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, is that true? Yes? You sure? Yes, we are who has blessed us with all split a spiritual blessing in heavenly places 
in Christ. Yeah, according, according as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the earth. What well, we have to know, which is a, he a little heavy for our little minds, but he knew us from before the foundation of the earth. He blessed us. He chose us. Each and every one of us, isn't that rejoicing? It's to be, hey, thank you, Lord. Look what you've done for us. And did we deserve it? Not really, but he loved us. He loved us so that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. So we are without blame in him. Having predestined us unto adoptions of children by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will. So it is his will. He chose each and every one of us before you know, I'm going to give that a pretty quick testimony. I was an atheist, and I was in Africa, in Morocco, and we were not doing very good things. I was getting in trouble. We were there for about three months. It got to the point that the shoeshine boys, you know, are the ones that brought us money, and that time I used to smoke, you know, and brought us cigarettes. For me, it was a big thing. Cigarettes, great, you know. And uh, uh, we getting ready to do something, which, you know, and I'm in the van. I had a van, where well, Volkswagen van, and that was my house and everything. And I heard a voice. And this voice said, stop. Don't keep going. And that's all I remember. I don't remember if it was audible or whatever, but I knew I was... On fear, and I was supposed to be an atheist, okay. And I went and I told everybody, you know, I'm not going anymore. You know, I didn't know what it was, you know, I didn't know what it was, but I know it was firm, I know it was loving, but I knew if I kept going, well, most of the, the uh, other ones left, and I was, I, I stayed with three that stayed with me. And uh, two days later, I found out that that night they had a big accident, which wasn't an accident. It, uh, uh, this, uh, the Muslims, uh, there's a lot of Muslims there, and uh, they, uh, they were killed. But I was in the Volkswagen van, which is very slow. So if that would have happened, I probably would not be here, you know. And when I realized that was true, you know, my life changed. I didn't receive the Lord. I wasn't saved. It took a few months later when I was in France that, you know, in Exxon province that I received the Lord. But, you know, that was an, um, look at that, what the Lord does. He predestined us. He knew me. Amen. He, he, he knew me. I didn't know him, but he knew me. Isn't that <laughs> amazing? And all of us, this is the same story. It's not something that we do or somebody special. No. If you see your life, you know, you're going to find out that he already had you. He was looking at you. He was looking, uh, uh, he was looking for you. He knew you. Isn't that amazing? Thank you, Lord. Having predestined us, you were predestined. He knew you. 
She's my child. He's my child. To the praise of the glory of his grace where he has made us accepted in the beloved to God. He made us accepted. We had gone out of the way, you know, but he made us accepted. Isn't that amazing? That's the God we have in whom we have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of sins, which are a lot, <laughs> according to the riches of his grace, by his grace, by his grace, because he loves us. You cannot be good enough. You cannot be smart enough. You cannot be nothing. He did it by his grace because he loved us. Wherein, has a, where, wherein he has abundant towards us in all wisdom and prudence. So we actually, we have wisdom. Not <laughs> wisdom, but we have wisdom, God's wisdom. You know, that, that's one of my biggest problems. Sometimes I go, you know, on my own, you know, <laughs> getting trouble. And then I have to go back and say, look, look, the Lord really has shown me. It's just I was so, you know, I knew what to do, you know. <laughs> so I had a fall and get bruised. Here go. Yes. Uh-oh. Stuck, I think. Do -do -do -do. Huh? Yeah. Okay. So look at this guy. I have been chosen of God. Yes. We've been chosen. We've been chosen. Hey, this is fun, no, with all those things coming up. <laughs> that was Jonathan's fault, you know. He, he wanted some competition. Well, okay, let's make some competition. Colossians 1, 13 to 14, who has delivered everything you realize is in the past, past tense, I mean, past tense. He has done it. Do you remember when you obtained this? You didn't obtain it. He gave it to us by his mercy. Okay, who has delivered us. We are delivered from the power of darkness. Oh, but I feel so oppressed. Well, you feel so oppressed because you're not believing. Believe. Look at the Lord. Look at his word. That's the thing. That's the big trick. Look at his word. Don't, don't lean to your own understanding, you know. And the devil plays with our own understanding. You can. And in a way, he's right. You know, of all his lies, he does. In a way, he's right. We can, but we can with him. You know, if we look at him, then we have the victory. Then we have, you know, the way because we're standing on his word. And his word is true. And we can stand on that word, you know, and know that he he's not a liar. What he said, it is. Our mind might not understand it. Our whole being is going, but, you know, I, I did this. You know, I... I'm not good. Yes, you're right about that. But he is good. So he has given it to you. So take it by faith. By faith. By faith they all went out, not knowing where they were going. They just sojourned. Is that how you say sojourn? Well, anyway, that word. <laughs> they just went. They went by faith. 
That's our life. Walk by faith and not by sight. Yes, sir, I'm sorry. <laughs> you, we are to walk by faith and not by sight. Did I read the whole thing? I don't think so. And has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. We are in the kingdom in whom we have redemption through his blood. Not through good works. Not how good you are. How bright you are. Through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Yes, sir. Amen. What is redemption to be redeemed by the blood of the Lamb? No? That he did it all. No? Well, you, well, you say it. Look at that. He, exactly. He repaired us because we were in a mess. Everyone. Everyone. We have all sin and come very short of the glory of God. So he did it through him, through redemption. Amen. Yes, sir. Even the forgiveness of sins, of all sins. So don't let the devil, and I say this a lot because sometimes the devil tries to remind me of the past. He already did it. Okay, go on. He doesn't even remember. The problem is the Lord place with our mind and hey you remember you remember you remember you say I don't remember <laughs> yes I have been redeemed and forgiven when are you going to be redeemed when when what already so we have been redeemed. We're not waiting to be redeemed. We are redeemed and we are forgiven. That's it. That's the end. We are forgiven. Colossians 2, 9 to 10, for in him dwelleth all fullness of the Godhead bodily. That's Jesus. And you are completing him. We are completing him. That's why he said, without me, you can do nothing. <laughs> okay? That, don't, don't forget that. Because if you go all of a sudden, oh, well, I am, and, you know, you're going to get in trouble. But remember that if you go with him, yes. But without him, you are in trouble. <laughs> you walk into trouble. <laughs> also, you are completing him, which is the head of all principality and power. He has the whole thing. I am completing Christ, and I'm sorry that doesn't look that much, but that's what he says. I am complete in Christ. You see, with the full, full armor of God, and you just have that big smile, I am. Not because of me, but because of him. Amen. Uh oh I, I did the wrong thing. Okay, good. <laughs> Hebrews 4. 14 to 16, seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. What is our profession? He did it. He did it. Our profession is like he said, to believe. Why? Because he said it. 
Don't doubt. Don't let. Don't don't sit and drink coffee with the devil and say, you know what? I think you're terrible. And then you start agreeing with it. Yeah, that's right. No, no. Let us hold fast our profession. And our profession is what? To believe. <laughs> to believe. We believers. We believe. We believe in who died for us. We believe that he chose us before the foundation of the earth. We believe. Don't let the devil get you doubting. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Isn't that amazing? Thank you, Lord. Let us therefore come meekly, very with shyness, right? Is that what it says? What? Bold. <laughs> with boldness. No, I, yes. No, you go. Yes, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, knowing who he is. Hey, Macarios, God bless you. <laughs> that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. When you need him, he will be there. Why? Because he promised. You see, you have to know who you are in Christ. You see, if you think where your mind, if you think, what was that thing? If you think, 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 you're going to sink, sink, sink. Because you stink, stink, stink. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that one. That was a good one. <laughs> okay. Whoops. I did it again. I'm sorry. I messed that. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, I have direct access to the throne of grace. We have, we have, why? Because the word says so. We believe what the word says, not what our little mind tells us. A little mind tells us you can, but you have to look forward and say, sorry, without him, but he's coming with me. So I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. He is doing it. Thank you, Lord. Okay, this is good. We're going to the second part. Who am I in Christ? Part two. We still have some time. I am secure. That's the other part. You are secure. Okay? Romans 8, 1 and 2. Therefore, I'm sorry. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. That's the big thing. You have to walk in the spirit. Because if you walk in the flesh, you're going to go down. You look everything just how the mind sees. What do you think? But the moment you start doing that, you're going to start sinking. You see, you have to look up. You look up, you look at his word. He says, it is because he said so. You know, and that's with everything in our life. That's with healing, that's with everything. It is because he said so. And the enemy might come and start getting you to get into your head. <gasps> oh, you know, I don't see that happening around. Yes, I know because all those people don't believe. But you, you, 
need to believe. And if you believe, what's going to happen? You're going to walk right through it. You might look at the other side and say, how did I get here? But he, he is that God. Okay? He is that God. Whoops. Um, okay, here. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. You see, the law of sin and death is, I can't do it. It's so hard. What are we going to do? But faith, you look at it and you just look at the Lord. Yes, Lord, you said, you said you would walk with me. You said you will never leave me nor forsake me. You said I was going to get the victory, so I'm walking. This looks terrible, Lord. The way looks terrible. It doesn't look possible. But you said all things are possible to him that believe. Believe it. So I'm going to walk. And you see the Lord fixing everything in front of you. Yes, sir. Let me add to that. Yes, sir. That because it says, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. That doesn't mean we said Jesus coming to my heart and live like the devil. But if we were living like Christ, then he has made us free from the law of sin and death, meaning before Jesus, apparently, the Bible doesn't say this directly, but apparently before Jesus, they had no choice. They had to sin as the devil directed them. And that was some 2,000, 4,000 years of the devil being in charge of them, putting in their heart the things to do. And there was such great evil on the earth. And of course, that's why the flood came. But he has made us, Christ has made us free from the law of sin and death. We don't have to sin. We can, but we don't have to sin, and we don't have to die. We can. It's our choice. But if we want to, we can live without sin, and we can live without dying. In other words, live forever uh, in our new glorified body. Amen. Okay? We won't ever die. Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. That's it. Remember. We walk by faith and not by sight. We walk by the word of God. You might wake up and don't feel like it, but look at the word and stand up. You know, we all humans. We all doubt. If somebody doesn't doubt, well, why? I mean, not why. Wow. That's what, you know, that's a wow. But, you know, we all have feet of clay, Okay. But that's why we have to walk by faith, by faith and not by sight. Yes. Okay. Oh, I am free from condemnation. Why? Because of the word. That's it. It's the word. Because of the word, the word of God. I am free because he said so. I am free. Romans 8, 28. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love the Lord. No, God, I'm sorry. <laughs> to them who are cold. That's a, to them who are cold, according to his purpose, he called you. And if you believe that. And the thing is this, you're saved through faith. You have something that most of the world don't have. They don't realize. They don't see it. 
They don't see it. You could tell them, but don't you see it? They will not see it unless they save, you know. So to them who are cold, we are cold before the foundation of the earth. That's what the Bible says. Oh, okay. I am assured God works for my good. Yeah, that's something. Remember, we're walking through the valley of the shadow of death. A lot of people say that that's when you die, but I think in our life here, we're walking through the valley of the shadow of death. But we fear no evil. Why? Because he's with us. Okay, that's what we have to remember. He's with us. We have to look in the spirit, not in the flesh. In the flesh, it's impossible. We look what other people cannot see. And you tell them they don't see. You know? So that's a pretty heavy thing. I am assured God works for my good because the Bible said so. Okay? Romans say 31 to 39. What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Well, we in the winning side. Who can be against us? Who can be? Who is the biggest, most strong? Our God. <laughs> is there any? What about those uh, big giants I heard? Uh, 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 no, he's bigger than them. <laughs> he's bigger. He's the biggest guy in the block. So you don't have to be afraid. It's not in you. It's in him. That's what we have to remember. Okay. What shall we then say to the sin? If God for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his own son. He gave his son. But deliver him for all us. How shall he not with also. I'm sorry. How shall he not with him also freely give us. A few things. What? All things. All things. Not a few things. All things. And it's by faith. Maybe you don't get it right now. I want it right now. <laughs> but you get it. You have it, actually. You have it. The only thing, sometimes we, we want weird things that the Lord knows is not going to be good. So, you know. Okay, son, keep going. Keep going. Uh, but uh, I want, I want, uh, just keep going, son. <laughs> you know, he loves us. Amen. <coughs> I'm sorry. <coughs> Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? Who is God's elect? We are. He selected us. <laughs> it is God that justifies. You don't justify yourself, but he justified us. Who is, who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died. Yea, rather, that is risen again, <clears throat> who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us. He liveth to intercede for each and every one of us. 30, 35. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all day long. In this world we should have tribulation, okay? Don't let the enemy, you know, trick you. We shall have tribulation, but we got the victory in him. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, 
For thy sake we are killed all day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors. Through him that loves us, we are conquerors. Don't look at the flesh. Look at the spirit. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor death, no, any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing. Amen. Nothing in period. Nothing. Isn't that amazing? I mean, so many testimonies come of, of people that, you know, they were at the end. You know, in China... I have a few testimonies that I'm not going to say because they're kind of, but, you know, they were at the end when, when Mao Zedong was taking over, you know. And God just did the impossible. Did the impossible. So is that a different God than the one we have? Is it the same? Or maybe now he's, he's not the same, right? Is he the same? How we know he's the same? Amen. Jesus never changes. God never changes. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. <coughs> wow, look at this guy dancing. I am free co from condemnation. I cannot be separate from the love of God. Oh, yes, <laughs> from the love of God. I'm sorry, I have to get this. <laughs> okay, we are, I'm, I'm going to read it again. I am free from condemnation. We could all say it together, I am free from condemnation. I cannot be, I cannot be, I cannot be, I cannot be separate from the love of God. You can. Who is bigger than him? And he said it. So you got it. We just need to, what's the trick? Believe. <laughs> Believe in the impossible. In the impossible dream. Believe. I better not sing if not everybody's going to walk out on me. But anyway, Second Corinthians 1, 21 and 22. Now he which established us, will you, he which established, what is established? It's done. Establish you. We are established. Us with you in Christ and has anointed us in God, who has also sealed us. Remember the mark of the beast? They have their mark. We have the mark. The mark of, we have it. We might not see it, but you know what? I was talking to, a, 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 the other day, it was, um, it was an Uber driver, and I was asking him some questions. He, and, and he looked from, uh, from Africa, you know. So, uh, but I could see in his smile, it was different. He had a smile. And I said, are you Muslim? You know, I didn't want to offend. He says, no, I'm a Christian. I, said, I knew it. I knew for, <laughs> for your smile, <laughs> you know, because he has that peace. Peace that people don't understand. What is that? You know, you, we go through the same trials and tribulations, you know, but we got the peace that passes the understanding of our mind. 
our enemy. Uh, it's 15, right? We have a couple of minutes, right? Okay, here we go. So, 100% satisfied. I have been established, anointed, and sealed by God. Okay, so he did it. So, we are 100% satisfied. Anybody has complaints? <laughs> there was a funny guy in England, uh, Benny Hill. I don't know if you ever guys saw it, but it was funny because he did. You, you saw, so uh, there was in this store, I'm not going to tell the whole thing, but he has, you know, the complaint department, and there's a guy with a big bat. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have many complaints. <laughs> okay, <coughs> Colossians 3, 1 to 4. If you then be risen with Christ, that's something spiritual. We've been risen with Christ. Seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affections on things above not on things on the earth. For you are dead. We are dead. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? And we're happy about it. <laughs> we are dead. <laughs> and your life is hid with Christ in God. So we right here. That's why without him we can do nothing. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear. Then shall you also appear with him in glory. Wow, we have a lot to see. I am hidden with Christ in God. Yeah. <laughs> okay, isn't that amazing? <laughs> Philippians 1.6, being confident. What is confident? You know. You're confident. You know, you know, maybe, oh, no, no, you know, you know your confidence of this very thing that he which has begun a good work in you will perform it into the day of Jesus Christ. He will do it. So don't listen to the devil. Don't listen to all his, his lies. Don't listen to everything. And I think we finished. We he already done it because he promises and we believe just like Abraham. God bless Abraham. His son, his dearly beloved son, he was an old man, you know. And I know about being an old man. <laughs> I don't know why because I'm a really young guy. But anyway, <laughs> you know. And all of a sudden, that's he put his whole thing, well, with God. But, you know, that was his child, his only child. And God said, okay, go and sacrifice him. Wow. He must have, you know, that's death. But he believed God. And God had promise. And he went on. So that's why they call him the father of faith. So we are to believe in faith and go on because he's never fell and he will never fail. And he is the true God. And thank you. I hope this you love this yes sir yes yes now maybe somebody here or in online in youtube 
having received the Lord, maybe you look at this is a little weird. This guy's a little nut. Yes, you have to be a little nut, you know. But we have seen how God works. And you know what? If you need Jesus, you could receive him right now. It's not a religion. It's a relationship. Okay? And it says, but as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Even to them that believe on his name. It's just to believe. Whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So all you have to do with faith. Listen, when I got saved, I didn't even say a prayer. But I was saved. I knew everybody around me knew something had happened. You know? Why? Because I opened. I wanted that, that Jesus from the Bible. I wanted him. You know? And that's what you need to know. If you want to change in your life, you want to see, just say, Jesus, please come into my heart. But say it with, you know, with your whole, your whole heart. You could be in your room. You say, Jesus, please come into my heart and show me. And you're going to see he never fails. He will show you. He loves you. And also, if you want to become a member, right? Oh, okay. Let's, let's say the prayer. Let's all say it. Dear Jesus. I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me all my sins. I repent from my sins. And come into me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Okay, I want to say something else. You folks online, people have a problem getting rid of your marijuana, dropping all the pills, all the things you're smoking and putting in your veins, if you have a problem with that, Jesus can set you free. Soon he, Young, can sit up here and tell you that she was set free from being a total alcoholic. Watch, watch, watch. That quick. Amen. The name of Jesus is the solution. Call on that name. If you can't stop yourself from doing other sinful things, things that you know that are wrong, turn to the name Jesus. That name is the name above all names. That name can make a change in your life. If you would say to yourself, yeah, well, I'd like to make a change, but I just don't think it can happen, here's what you do. Just say, Jesus. Online right now, say, Jesus. Jesus. If you really are the Son of God. If you really are the Son of God. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. Set me free. Set me free. From all of this sin. For all this sin. Give sins. me a new start. Give me a new start. Wash me clean. Wash me clean. From here on. From here on. I'll read your King James Bible. I will read your King James Bible. I will follow it. I will follow it. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now, you pray that. You mean that. You have a conversation with Jesus. Amen. Not some other God. With Jesus. Have a conversation. Say, Jesus, just forgive my sins. Amen. Jesus, wash me clean. Give me another chance. And from here on out, I'll do it right. Amen. And you will see and you will discover that the name Jesus 
really is the name above all names. Amen. He really is the guy that allowed himself to be nailed to a cross. Matter of fact, let me tell you, the name Jehovah is yod Hey vav Hey. It's four Hebrew words. And in the ancient Hebrew pictographs, it was yod Hey vav Hey. Yod is the word hand. Hey is a picture of someone holding up their hands as in a surrender, and they say, hey. So the first one is hand, or people, and then vav looks like a, a railroad spike. It's just a little up here at the top and then straight down, like a railroad pie, spike, or a big nail. And then the fourth hey, so it's hand, people, railroad spike, or people. Hand, people, spike, people. Now, those four pictures say what? That's the name of God, Jehovah. What does that say? It says he is the God who gave his hand for the people to be nailed to the cross for the people. His name means I will give my hand to be nailed to the cross for you. That's what his name means. Ask Jesus to come into your heart. Amen. Well, good morning. morning. Welcome to the Spirit of Prophecy Church here in Plano, Texas. And we had a little bit of light rain this morning, and it's just really, really nice here in Texas. If you'd like to come and join us, we'd love to have you come. Um, You know, it's a good place to live in Texas. Considering all the other places in America, I still would choose Texas, wouldn't y'all? <laughs> you can say y'all, too, if you come to Texas. Yeah, y'all. You have to learn how to say yeehaw and y'all if you come. But it'll be, we'll teach you. We'll teach you how to say it. Anyway, there's several announcements. Um, we, uh, want, I'm going to pass this around if you'd like to take this, Melissa. This is to sign up for intercession. Uh, it'll be the third Thursday of each month from 7.30 to 8.30. So if you'd like to be a part of that, sign up with your name and your email address, maybe a phone number, um, so that Kate can be in in touch with you. Also, this is for the fellowship sign-up. If, Leslie, if you could take this and pass it around this side of the room. We love to eat here, so you can bring... Whatever you like. I know Leslie Ann brought cereal one time. <laughs> I know that Lou has brought eggs and fried eggs. That's, that's always nice. Stan always, not always, but a lot of times brings bread. Anyway, these are my helpers this morning. Paris is going to be three on Friday. Can you believe it? Yes. I mean, our miracle little girl here, she is going to be three years old, right? She wants Minnie Mouse and a phone. <laughs> not asking too much and she i think she thinks that my phone is her phone anyway all right well there's a couple of announcements let me see this piece of paper thank you very much um so also we want to sign up if you want to hand this around scarlet you want to hand that to hand that to your dad so she he can start hitting no the the board you have yeah there we go the can hold it. yeah there you go 
And that's, this is a sign-up for, uh, for the intercessory prayer on the 28th. Look up the date on that. Okay. 28th, Saturday the... Friday the... Tw- Friday the 28th, uh, starting at 8 p.m., I put 7, but it's really going to start at 8 p.m. all night long till 7 a.m. the next morning. And then that night, uh, we're going to have movie night, right? So that should be a lot of fun. Uh, Stan and I actually watched the movie last night. It's called Nothing is Impossible. Let me hit here. Yeah, nothing is impossible. It's really, it really is a good movie. So, I want you to come to that. That'll be on Saturday, the the twenty ninth at six p.m. We'll have pizza and popcorn and candy, pop, all kinds of good stuff. Um, bring your pillow, bring your blanket, get comfortable, and come and watch the movie with us. Nothing is impossible. Okay, I don't need this. Let me hand that to you. All right, thank you, ladies. I appreciate your help. Thank you very much. You want to go down with your... Okay, here we go. We'll go down this way. One more step. One more. Did you see her cute little ankle bracelet on her? (laughs) It's everybody else's wrist bracelet. Are there any praise reports today? Yes, ma'am. Gloria? We need a microphone. I believe with all my heart that my heart is healed. I'm seeing the Lord work in one of my sons. And I had this fear, intimidation that just for a long time about something kind of silly now, and I knew it, but I just couldn't get past the intimidation. Um, canning, like pressure canning. Yeah. But I had the equipment, have had it for like three years, brand new in the box. I couldn't get, you know, the intimidation. And this week I was kind of put in spot with it. <laughs> he said, we're going to do it. And Amen. then he wasn't able to be there. <laughs> so I, I got it done for the first time, and I felt peace. But I did pray right before it. I felt the peace, and I did it by myself. What'd you can? Pickles. Whoa. I like pickles. (laughs) Cucumbers. We're we're growing them thanks to the the seeds. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. The garden is flourishing. It's God doing it. I had, you know, so Barb, she gave us, and Chuck, they gave me a little tomato, cherry tomato plant. And I, I got some cherry tomatoes and was able to pick it all by myself off the, and eat it right off the vine. It was great. It was great. So, amen. Amen. So, Wesleyan, I don't think your garden made it. One little green. <laughs> you got a few blueberries. I ate blueberries. Anybody else having good, good luck with this? Are you having some good vegetables? Oh, yes, okay. Anybody else with good vegetables first? Yes? Sunni and Lou had a lot, right? Yeah. Spinach? Oh, but they can have it, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah? 
A puree of the what? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Good for you. Is this the first time you've done that? Oh, this is the first time I've done it. The, the, the first time. I know, right? Anybody else have a garden? Yes, ma'am? Tomatoes and jalapenos? Oh, habaneros. I don't know that my... I don't think my habaneros made it. I don't. I'm not. I don't know what they're supposed to look like when they're ready. I is, and they're really little. Are they? Are they supposed to be? Are they supposed to be little? Okay. Well, orange. I have five habaneros I picked the other day, but maybe they weren't quite ready because they're not orange. <laughs> I did try one of the word hot. Now, Melissa, you're the farm girl. Did you go pick some from the garden? Yeah? It's good. Just pick the tomato right off and pop it in your mouth. It's awesome. Anybody else? Yeah? Oh, any course. I mean, yes, ma'am. She has, like, she lives in a little, little apartment. But I went over there one time. There was the whole little porch up there. It was like a garden. <laughs> So, so what all did you grow? Okay. Tomatoes. Oh, yeah, he had a lot of spices when I saw it one time. Yeah. Oh, great. Okay. Very awesome. All right. Praise report. I just want to let know that you guys know that my dad's doing great. He is home. Uh, when we went up to see him in ICU right after the surgery, the first thing he wanted to do is go sit over in the chair. Very so, good. Yeah, and then by Tuesday, because the surgery was Monday, Tuesday, he did two laps around the nurse's station. Wednesday, they were done with him. He's him doing home. great. So he's doing great. Yeah, praise the Lord. And he's awesome. totally healed. This is awesome. God is good. God is good. Well, Stan, I just went on a... a a four-day vacation, and uh, it was a lot of fun. We had um, really good weather, and it was just amazing. It was just just a good time. To, I guess it was about five days total. But um, Stan totally stayed off the computer. Can you believe that? Off his phone. Can you believe that? I was amazed. But then it... Leslie did not stay off of her phone. It was not working most of the time. <laughs> it was a games. <laughs> Did he really? Did it go through? Oh my goodness. That's funny. <laughs> so you were on the phone. I just we just didn't know it. But it, it's like by the fifth day he finally was starting to relax. I said, you know, we need about another five more days to finally get you really relaxed. It took the first three days just to kind of calm down. And then we had two days of just chilling. It was great. Anyway, I hope everybody's having a great summer. Um, for those that are going to be in the area, be in town, um, Stan's birthday, we're going to celebrate on, on August the 26th. So if you're interested in being a part of that, uh, you need to let me know. And we'll, we'll get you the invitation on how to get here to our house. Anyway, uh, will God be the glory. Amen. God be the glory. He's just amazing. Everything he does for us and um, 
you know, we found out this morning at our 930 service who we are in Christ by Pastor Tony. It was very good. Thank you, Tony, for bringing that. We have to be reminded sometimes because, you know, the, the enemy keeps trying to come in and just attack us over and over and over again. But um, we have to realize that who we are in Christ and just sometimes we just have to pep ourselves up and remind us who we are and that, that the enemy is defeated and we are going to be the victors. Amen? Amen. Well, let's stand. Let's get our service going this morning. Just raise your hands and bow your head. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you so much that we can just come here this morning and just praise you and worship you in spirit and truth and not have any fear because, you know, some countries, they can't do this. They can't even clap. They can't shout for you. But, Lord, here in this church, we're going to praise you. We're going to dance before you. We're going to honor you, and we're just going to love you just over and over in our hearts. Lord, we thank you so much because you are the, our, our, our God. You are the one that has given us everything that we have need of and take care of us, and we thank you for it, Lord. And, Lord, those that are still looking for provision, we ask that you just make a way where there seemed to be no way. Uh, open up job opportunities, Lord. Open up vehicle opportunities, Lord. If someone has a vehicle that's broken, Lord, we ask that you just help them to find a way to get that fixed so that they can get around in their vehicles safely. And, Lord, whatever their need is, we ask that you hear their prayers. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, it's time for offering. You may be seated. time for uh, offering and we're going to do uh, church offering and we're also going to do the missions at the same time. Um, just remember that every little bit you give is the Lord sees your heart. Amen. And everything Amen. we give, especially to the missions, goes to help those who are far less fortunate than us and it truly, truly, every little bit just truly blesses somebody else. So we ask that you give. Amen. Let's come forward this morning as a prophetic church. We get out of our seats, and in this prophetic act, we bring the tithes to the storehouse. So on your left is the church, the purple, and on your right is the mission. So you all come forward and, and bless the Lord today. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Father. What a blessing. See those little ones. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. All right. All right, Pastor. Come on. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask that you bless and multiply this money here that has been given, and you see each and everyone's heart that is given today, Lord, and we pray for your blessings for everyone else and everyone to be blessed by this. In Jesus' name, amen. Yes, Father, we do boldly become before, come before you, your throne room of grace and mercy, full of praise and adoration for who you are, and in faith, always in faith, 
we give. We give unto you. This is the one, the one time in your word where you say, test me now herewith. And so, Father, in faith, we always give unto you. For your kingdom come, your will be done on this earth. And, Father, that is our heart today, that through all of this giving, that your kingdom come and your will be done. We love you so much, Father. We thank you for this opportunity. In Jesus' precious, holy, and powerful name, amen. Amen. Thank you. All right, everybody. What time is it now? It's fun time. You're on the left today? All right, this is awkward. I'm not used to being on this side. Okay, well, let's switch. No, 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 let's change it up. Okay. You guys can change it up, too. Get out of your comfort zones a little bit. Let's do that. Yeah, we're going to praise our God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah, go ahead. Lord, you are worthy and worthy to be praised. Let it be a sweet sound into your ear, Father God. Hallelujah. Praise is rising. Eyes are turning to you. We turn to you. And hope is stirring. Hearts are yearning for you. Lord, we do. We long for you. Because we want to see you, we find strength to face the day. Hallelujah. And in your presence, all our fears are washed away. Are washed away. Hosanna. Hosanna. You are the God who saves us. Worthy of all our praises. Hosanna, Hosanna. Oh, come have your way among us. We welcome you here, Lord Jesus. Hear the sound of hearts We turn to you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And in your kingdom, broken lives are made new. Thank you, Lord. You make us new. Because we want to see you. We find strength to face the day. Hallelujah. And in your presence, all our Come on, wash them away. are washed away. They're washed away. Hosanna, Hosanna. You are the God who saves us, worthy of all our praises. Hosanna. Hosanna, oh, come have your way among us. We 
welcome you here, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we welcome you here in this place. We open up our hearts and our ears and our eyes to see you, Lord. We find strength to face the day. Yes, we do. Because in your presence, all our fears are washed away. Because we want to see you. Come on, we find strength to face the day. He is our strength. And in your presence, all our fears. Come on, wash them away. Wash them away. Wash them away. Hosanna. Hosanna. You are the God who saves us. Worthy of all our praises. Hosanna. Hosanna. Come have your way among us. We welcome you here, Lord Jesus. Hosanna. Hosanna. You are the God who saves us. Worthy of all our praises. Hosanna. Hosanna. Come have your way among us. We welcome you here, Lord Jesus. Hosanna. some praise Lord we do we open up the doors so no man can shut and shut the doors and no man can open right now in the name of Jesus hallelujah we give you the praise and the glory and the honor you are worthy and worthy to be praised Father God we praise your holy who breaks the power of sin and darkness whose love is mighty and so much stronger the king of glory the king above all kings yes you are who shakes the whole earth with holy thunder who leaves us breathless in awe and wonder the king of glory the king above all kings this is amazing grace. This is unfailing love that you would take my place, that you would bear my cross, that you would down your life, that I would be set free. For all that you've done for me. Hallelujah! 
Who brings our chaos back into order? Who makes the orphans a son and daughter? The King of glory, the King of glory. Who rules the nations with truth and justice? Shine like the sun in all of its brilliance. The King of glory, the King above all kings. This is amazing grace. This is unfailing love. That you would take my place. That you would bear my cause. You, my King, would 
just want to praise you and tell you who you are and that we love you for it.
promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Come on. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I come on, tell them you're working. You never stop, you never stop working. You never stop, you never stop working. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. You are waymaker. Christ is our Lord and Savior. We are free and, fr and free indeed. Yeah. Hallelujah. You may be so seated. who is he? Waymaker. 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 What else? Father, friend, deliverer. Miracle, promise keeper. Light in the darkness. Somebody else said something. Promise keeper. Yeah, promise keeper. Somebody else said something else. What would you say? Healer. The healer. healer. Father, friend. Friend. Deliverer. Deliverer. We learned a lot who we are in Christ. Now we need to know who he is, right? Yep. Amen. Holly, give someone a hug before you sit down. Say, we are so glad that you are here today. So glad to have you today. I just, uh, by the way, I, I sang that song for a whole week. Even yesterday, I was still singing that song. I was like, oh, yay, that song's coming on. But now I'll probably sing it for another whole week now. Yeah, that's all right. I just wanted to say some thank yous to some of our people here that you don't even know what all they do. And I wanted to say thank you to Doug back there. And the, the, he's hidden away, but y'all don't know it because you see it on, on the TV. But he's hidden away taking care of all this and producing it and, and doing the live stream and, and everything he does. So thank you. Before everybody, before God here, we just want to say and thank Leslie you. And Leslie Ann and her team for doing the praise yes, and worship. Yes, Leslie and the team, the praise and worship. And David back there doing such a good on job the on the sound and the lights and the projector and everything and that you do. Brandon over here helping the helpless people up and down the Brandon, steps. the strong one over here, 
carries me up the steps, carries me down the steps. That's what I feel like just sometimes taking his hand. It's like, man, I just to float right down. Right? And then, you know, um, Andrew helping uh, also Doug in, the, in there in the media room and on camera and Danny helping on the camera and um, also for, for Michael just doing the, the front door. I mean, we're just so protected Absolutely. that way, so thank you for that. Absolutely. And also Beth just greeting everybody and for all the other readers that do this and, and um, you know, any all that you're doing and praying and for people and praying for our, our church. I know you're doing that when we're, we're not even here, so thank you for that. I know I'm probably going to miss somebody. Oh, the, um, also, the Children's Church, we've got Michelle and Leslie Ann, and we also had Melissa for a long time taking care of the Children's Church. And um, Tamora, thank you for doing this, the putting up the words so we can see them on the screen. PowerPoint. <laughs> the PowerPoint. There's a lot of people. That yes, takes a lot to of put people. This all together. And then Kate and also um, Jessica has helped in the, the nursery, and there's just so much that goes on and on and on. So thank you to everybody that's here today. Thank you so much for all that you do. And thank you. And thank you, Prophet. <laughs> thank you for bringing us the messages that you do and, and also the others that bring messages. You know, we're such a training and equipping church. Um, and so I need, if, there, if you're wanting to bring a message, you need to let me know because I, I, I can't read minds. So and I won't read minds. I will not do that. But if you're wanting to bring a message, I just, I need to know. And then I'll need to know your topic. Then I'll need to see your PowerPoint and that kind of thing. Um, we have so many people that are, that are ready and able to, so it might be a couple of months before you get on the schedule, but I'd love to have you bring the messages to you. All right, Lord, we just thank you for our pastor. We thank you that you've anointed him already this morning, Lord, and, and also even last night when you were giving him the message for us to hear. And Lord, we want to remember your messages. We want to be changed um, each time that we come and changed each week, and, and we want to be able to tell others about what the wonderful things you do even here at this church. We know we are a unique church and that there's a lot of meat. There's just a lot of things that we do differently. But difference doesn't mean it's wrong. Different just could mean that it's good. So we thank you for that. Um, and I thank you for anointing him from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. Lord, I thank you for that. And Lord, give him the message clearly to us and help us to have ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying today. In amen. Jesus' name, amen. amen. Amen, amen. Great and marvelous are the works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are thy ways, thou King of saints. Who shall not fear thee, O Lord, and glorify thy name? For thou only art holy. For all nations shall come and worship before thee when thy judgments are made manifest. From one new moon to another, from one Sabbath to another, all flesh shall come to worship before thee when thy judgments have been made manifest. We look forward to the time when you're brought before the Ancient of Days and you're given dominion, kingdom, and a glory for your dominion is an everlasting dominion. And your kingdom is that which shall not be destroyed. That all people, nations, and languages should serve and obey you. We look forward to the time when we hear a great voice from heaven saying, The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord, his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. Then will it come to pass. Then was the clay, the iron, the brass, the silver, the gold broken to pieces and became as the chaff for the summer threshing floor. And the wind carried them away and there was found no place for them. And the stone that the builders rejected 
has become the head of the state, the head of the world. The stone has filled the whole earth with your glory. We look forward to the time when we see what you've done, we can cast our crowns at your feet, fall on our faces, saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For Thou hast created all things, and for Thy pleasure they are and were created. And Lord, we know that we did not gather here to just hear words, but to bask in the anointing of your Spirit. We ask your Spirit to come in to touch all of our hearts this morning, that we would receive that Spirit of grace, the Spirit of forgiveness, and that Spirit that heals us, Lord, heals our body, soul, and spirit. We thank you for all of the wonderful works that you do. And now, Lord, we desire to hear what you want to say to us, not what we want to hear, not what pleases us, not what pleases the world, but what you want us to hear this morning. And help us to remember, help us to be prepared for that day. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so what he wanted me to tell you today is that I am able. Is there anything too difficult for me? As I protected David from Saul trying to kill him, Saul being the government, David being the future king, as I protected David, many times out of the hand of Saul, I'm going to protect you. But there's a caveat. There's a caution in there. And that is not to necessarily think that you can look like the world, act like the world, walk and talk like the world, and expect to receive that kind of protection. What he's saying is that they overcame by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. Now what does that mean? First of all, what does it mean to be an overcomer? The Bible does not say this exactly, but in these words I believe it is saying, it says, And I saw as it were a sea of glass mingled with fire, and then we got victory over the beast, over his mark, over the number of his name, stand on the sea of glass, having harps of God. And they sang as it were a new song. Meaning, if we want the protection of God, we have to walk with him. Like Tony quoted this morning, he said that uh, if we walk in the Spirit, is he in the Spirit, we don't have to fear these things. But we walk in the Spirit. We walk with him. We overcame by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of a testimony, and they love not their lives unto the death. Overcomer means one that has seen the beast, heard the beast, heard his offer, and yet rejected the beast, the Antichrist. I don't think anybody has become an overcomer yet. It's not until the beast appears. And there's at least three people that say that we're already in the tribulation, and I still question that. I'm watching for a world government to arise. It has not. I'm watching for at least the ten-nation confederacy to come out of Europe. It has not. I believe it's very close. But... I think what he was saying, I know what he was saying, is that if we want God's supernatural protection in the trouble ahead, we have to overcome by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony, and they love not their lives unto the death. Meaning, 
They overcame by the blood of the Lamb. They overcame. In other words, when we see the beast, and I believe those people whose heart is beating this morning have a high probability of seeing the beast probably in the next year or two. My guess, on three on the outside, we will get to see the beast. And I believe that the Spirit of God will nudge our hearts, open our eyes, and we will see and we will know that is him. While all the world thinks, oh, he is so wonderful. He's going to be a man's man. He's going to be a lady's man. All the women think he's just so handsome. All of the world just thinks he is so wonderful. And you can count on it. He's going to be CNN's best guy. ABC, CBS, MSNBC, New York Times. They're going to all love this guy. They're going to love him more than they even do Obama. But. I believe we'll recognize him. And once we see him, then we can become an overcomer. Overcome by the blood of the Lamb. What does that mean? That means that we have accepted Jesus. We've asked his blood to wash our sins away. Overcome by the blood of the Lamb. They love not their lives unto the death. Overcome by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of his testimony. So the second thing is word of the testimony. Turn me up just a hair. I find myself hollering. Word of their testimony means... If someone were to say, okay, so when did you get saved? Oh, let me tell you. I got a testimony. So what has Jesus done for you? Oh, let, how many would say that? Oh, let me tell you, I got some stories for you. You mean you will listen? How long will you listen? You got an hour? Because I can tell you all about the things Jesus has done for me. When I go to my prayer closet, I almost start crying when I fall to my knees and I say, thank you. I can, even last night, I said, thank you. I cannot, if I thanked you all day long, every day for the rest of my life, I still would not be able to thank you for all of the wonderful things that you've done for me. I have a testimony. Do you have a testimony? Do you have a testimony of what Jesus has done for you? Do you have a time when he saved your life? How many have a time? He saved your life. You know you were, you're a goner. Do you have a supernatural testimony like someone maybe being in a movie theater and a guy stands up at the end of it and asks people to come down and receive Jesus? The girl she went to the movie theater with stand beside her. There's no man down there. She goes down, receives Christ, gets a card with the date written on it, sticks it up on the cork board in her room, and the next day it's gone. Do you have a testimony like that? They ever came by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. I think that's saying that you can't convince them to deny Jesus. Say it again. You can't convince, you can't make them deny Jesus. I'm not going to deny Jesus. I can tell you all of the wonderful things. I can remember the peace that came into my heart when I received him. I can remember the peace that came into my heart when I got baptized. I can remember the peace that came into my heart many times when I got baptized. Amen. I can't deny him. Now, I believe that what he laid in my heart to tell you tomorrow, yesterday, <laughs> today, <laughs> okay, I, you, you, you knit, you, you stitched that together, right? was that when we have made a decision not to love our lives unto the death, 
When we have made a decision that even if we have tribulation 10 days, even if we have to give our life unto him, when we made that decision, he's going to take care of us. What he wanted me to tell you is he is able. He fed some 3 million people out of thin air for 40 years. Oh, well, he wouldn't do that today. Oh, no, no, he's going to do much more than that today. Because those people were only running from Pharaoh. But today, we're going to be running from the Antichrist. We are about to face the greatest test of all 6,000 years of mankind. That's the reason the overcomer gets all the blessings. He that overcometh should not, be, should not taste of the second death. He that overcometh make a pillar in the temple of my God. He shall go no more out and write upon him the name of my God, the name of the city of my God, which is new Jerusalem, which cometh then out of heaven for my God, and I'll write upon him my new name. And he that overcometh I will confess before my Father and his angels. We get all the blessings. We get the greatest blessings in history. But he wanted me to tell you, if you want those blessings, you need to be in a position to where you'd give your life for him. But then when we do, when we're in that position, and we're in that position, right? Right? We're in that position. We're in that position. It needs to come faster and harder than that. It does. Then he's going to take care of us. It's the people that are saying, Oh, no. Oh, I might have to go through some trouble. Oh, oh. can you cry with me? Those are the people that don't have the faith. We're the ones that will have the faith. Thank you. Thank you, Tony. I'm your high tower. That's what he wanted me to tell you. My concern is not whether God is on our side, Abraham Lincoln said. My greatest concern is to be on God's side, for God is always right. See, they were saying, is, well, is God on our side? Abraham Lincoln said, I'm more concerned if we're on God's side. In other words, he's, he's saying, I'm more concerned... Is do we have Jesus in our heart? Are we living and walking for Jesus? Or is that our concern? Are we overcome by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of the testimony, loving not their lives unto the death? If we're there, we don't have to worry. He's got the food, he's got the water, he's got the healing, he's got the words, he's got the dreams, the visions, he's got angels. Look it. I saw another angel come down from heaven, having great power. And a chain in his hand. He laid hold upon the dragon, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, who deceived the whole world. He laid hold on him, cast him into the bottomless pit, shut him up, set a seal on him, that he should deceive the nation no more until the thousand years should be fulfilled. And after that he must be loosed at a little season. But the point is, it was one angel that came down with a great chain in his hand, laid hold on the dragon, and bound him a thousand years. One of the was it 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands of angels, the Bible says, around the throne? This is one angel that took care of Satan. One. 
of God, God's angels took care of Satan. That's our God. He is able. If we're on his side. We don't have to worry about whether God is on our side. We've got to worry about whether we're on his side, right? So I want to talk to you. What he laid on my heart is to talk to you about how Saul, which was the government of the day, was trying to kill David, which was the man of promise. What is happening in our nation right now is the government is coming after Christians. Right? So the question is, is God able to protect us from our government? You know, I heard uh, it recently said on Fox News, I believe it was, it said that our Constitution is to protect the people from the government. Our Constitution was designed to protect the people from the government because the government is the problem. Even Reagan said... Government is not the solution. Government is a problem. Right? The government is after us. We do know that, right? Even Trump is saying, they're not after me. They're after you. It's just that I'm standing in the way. That's correct. He's standing in the way. Well, he is standing in the real way. You see, when they say, oh, well, you know, we need to return to conservatism. What? You know, if the Christians would just stand up and say, no, we don't want a conservative government. We don't want to have conservative ways in our schools. We don't want to have Christian ways. We want Jesus to be taught in our schools. We want to be Jesus taught and lived and walked in our government and our banking system and our business. And our children should all be raised in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. If we were to stand up and say, we don't want conspiracy, what, 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 what's the theory thing? And in, in, in the schools are trying to get us to teach. What's the, not Christian. CRT, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what do you call that? Critical race theory. Instead of saying, no, 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 we don't want critical race theory being taught in our schools. What we should say is, no, we want Jesus taught in our schools. Talk about making them mad. But see, it's when we start lifting up the name of Jesus. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. He didn't say conservatism. He didn't say Republicans. If I be lifted up, Jesus we need to be saying, no, I want Jesus taught in our schools. Too bad we can't have a Congress that would pass a law that says all public schools must have Jesus taught in them. All right, Lou, let's go to the thing here. So I'm just going to read the yellow. All are, are here all thy children... And there remained yet one, and he was, behold, a, a keeps the sheep. Okay, so Samuel, the prophet of the day, one of the greatest prophets in the Old Testament, was sent to anoint David to be king. Well, brought all of the older brothers, and he said, no, there's just not one. Is this all of them? He says, no, there remains one more, but he just, yeah, he just keeps the sheep. Well, bring him to me. He was ruddy, with all beautiful continents, goodly to look to. 
And the Lord said, Arise, and anointed him, for this is he. Now, the word I think that the Lord wants me to bring to you is, God knows the heart. He is not judging the outward appearance. God knows the heart. And he has supernaturally brought this group of people together, Spirit of Prophecy Church, in physical or online, because he's put in our heart to do a work for him in the future. And he's saying, if you are willing to die for me, then I will see that you won't have to. And we're saying, it's okay. I'll die for you. Jesus is saying, that's my point. When you're willing to die for me, you don't have to. You can be an overcomer. Arise and anoint him. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brethren. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. I believe the Spirit of the Lord is on us, has been on us for a while. There's going to be a time when the Spirit of God is going to start speaking to us, guiding us and directing us. There's people in here that will start getting dreams and visions and angel visits. I I believe that there will be a time when this place won't hold all the people trying to cram in. An evil spirit from the Lord troubled Saul. So he said, well, seek out a man who's a cunning player on the harp. Now, why was David a cunning player on the harp? Well, because he went to that New York symphony place up there where they teach him how to play the harp. No. It's because he pulled out the harp when he was watching the sheep and started worshiping the Lord. And the Lord gave him understanding of how to play that harp. Why? So he could worship him. And if we would decide to put Jesus back in our life, back in our schools, back in our government, then Jesus would make a way it would happen. But no, we want anything but Christianity. Conservatism, Republican, you know, we want our, what, what, what does they say? The, 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 the American values. Can't say the name Jesus, right? A cunning player, it'll come to pass that when the evil spirit from God is upon you, David is going to play the harp and the spirit, the evil spirit will leave. Came to pass. So when the evil spirit was God, from God, <laughs> oh, God would never send an evil spirit on anybody. Really? Not what the Bible says. David took out the harp, played, and Saul was refreshed well, and the evil spirit departed from him. Meaning, if we call upon the name of Jesus in the time of trouble, the evil will have to depart from us. Just like it did here, because God is not a respecter of persons. What he did for one, he'll do for another. He does not alter that thing that's come out of his lips. Jesus Christ is the same today, yesterday, today, and forever. So, if he protected David from the government of the day, Saul, he's saying he'll protect us like he did David. It's a good word. So David returned from the slaughter of the Philistine. And the women heard, the, they started praising David more than Saul. Saul has slain his thousands, but David has slain his ten thousands. So Saul got a spirit of jealousy. We have to be careful. When we see great signs, wonders, and miracles start breaking out, 
When we have other congregation members come in and say, man, I had an angel visit. I mean, I'm t I, had an, I, had, I had an angel. It came to me right last slide. Or maybe even angels in the room. Remember, God told me August 8th, 2015, Saturday night, Lord, what do I say for the sermon tomorrow morning? I, I heard words. I promise. I said it many times. I heard words. This is the time of miracles. As the judgment hits, so will my miracles. Miracles like no one has seen going all the way back to Adam and Eve. You tell them, I will never leave them nor forsake them. And as the devil shows up, I'm going to meet him. Inch for inch, step for step, pound for pound, everything he does, I'm going to meet him. Meaning, when the devil comes out with his man's Ten Commandments, God is going to come out with the real Ten Commandments. When the Antichrist says he is really the God, God is going to prove that Jesus really is the God. We are going to see great miracles. We are going to see people come to the Lord like no generation has ever seen. 3,000 people saved on the day of Pentecost. That won't be anything. Nothing. And it's not going to be just in America. It'll be around the world. So he says, slain, Saul has slain his thousands, David ten thousands. So Saul got a spirit of jealousy. David, 10,000, and to me, they only ascribed thousands. Saul eyed David from that day forward. Now, what does that mean? He got a jealous spirit. He didn't like the fact that David was doing better than him. Well, he was crowned king and anointed king first. And if he had done it right, it wouldn't have passed to David. But he did it wrong. Saul cast the javelin at David. and says, I will smite David into the wall with it. I think that's a pretty strong spirit of jealousy when the king tries to kill his successor. He didn't know he was going to be the king, but he suspected he was going to be the king, so he tried to kill him. As a result, Jonathan, the son of David, or son of Saul, saw this and said, you know what, I think that the king's trying to kill you. You're really smart. Yes, he is. Could you turn that fan on low, please? It's a little warm up here. Maybe it's just me. <clears throat> Saul was afraid of David because the Lord was with him. It was departed from Saul. I think the Antichrist is going to be afraid of a lot of people in this room, a lot of people online. And it's not just Spirit of Prophecy Church. He's going to be afraid. His biggest problem are going to be the Christians. I heard it once said that uh, Gorbachev said that the biggest threat to communism are those tongue talking Christians. Why? Because we know who we are in Christ. We know that he has given us power and authority over serpents, Amen. over scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing by any means shall hurt us. Amen. We know that in the name of Jesus, we can cast out devils. We can call for the scaly wave to stop. We can stop tornadoes. We can stop droughts. We can stop floods. In the name of Jesus, because we know who we are. We know the power and authority that we have. Saul saw that David behaved himself very wisely, and he was afraid of him. See, that's what's going on right now. <laughs> I started to say the name. You know there's a platform that starts with a YT out there? They're afraid of us. There's another one out there that starts with an F. They're afraid of us. I think it was Friday I got an email from our new social, service, social, social media manager. 
she said, well, we got on TikTok and we started getting several hundred views. Several hundred, or was it a couple of thousand? No, no, like two or three hundred thousand. There you go, two or three hundred thousand views. They pulled the video. So she changed it a little bit, reload it, they pulled the video. So they put up a different video, and here it is getting 100,000, 200,000 views. They pulled the video. And see, what was it I was talking on? She, what she does is take parts of the, the video, the, the program that I make, and then cut them up, chop them up into like 60, 90 seconds, and puts them up. And, but they start getting a whole lot of views. So they, they cancel it. They, finally, they turned off the whole platform. So we had to start another platform. So she emailed me. She says, the war continues. <laughs> but that's right. We are in a war. We're in a war trying to get the truth out. And they're in a war trying to deceive. Yes. We're in a war. Saul was in a war trying to kill David. In other words, the government was trying to kill the future kingdom. Same thing's happening today. The government is trying to shut us up. They, uh, one of the platforms totally canceled our platform, had about 100,000 subscribers. Boom, deleted it one day. Five years of Bible studies, sermons, daily 30-minute programs. Boom. Crusades, several crusades. Boom, gone. Just like that. No redress of grievances. No one to complain to. Gone. And they would say, yeah, well, you didn't pay for it. Yeah, well, we spent $50,000 in advertising, advertising it. So you're going to give us a $50,000 back? No, they don't even answer. You can't even get a hold of them. It's this nothing out there. Okay, enough of that complaining. I do appreciate the fact that they do bring us so many souls that we can win. I just, I'm complaining because we could be doing a whole lot better. Saul sought to smite David even to the wall with a javelin. Saul also sent messengers to David's house to watch him. Oh, I'm glad they don't do that today. You do know your cell phone tracks you every place. Everything said that moves through a wire or moves through the air not just in America, but around the globe, is all tracked, recorded, and monitored. Saul sent messages to David's house, watch him, slay him in the morning, and Michael, Michal, David's wife, told him, saying, If thou shalt not, uh, if thou shalt, if thou save not thy life tonight, tomorrow, you're going to be dead, boy. Michal led him down through a window, and he went and fled and escaped. We have to be prepared to also be able to run sometimes to get away from some of the evil out there. I don't think we should just stand up and volunteer to be sacrificed for Jesus. But if it comes down to it and we can't get away, then so be it. Blessed, oh, hey, here's a, a few verses that tie in. <clears throat> Probably won't recognize this first one. And they overcame by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of their testimony, loving up their lives unto the death. Also, blessed is the man that endures temptation. Tony said it this morning. For when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life. Nothing in the Bible says that we're not going to be tried. We're all tried. 
Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. What? Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that you may be tried, and you shall have tribulation ten days. But be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. What he laid on my heart to tell us today is, when we are trying to save our life, we're in trouble. But when we're willing to lose our life for him, he is able. He's able to take care of us. And I saw as it were a sea of glass, mingled with fire, and them gotten victory over the beast, over his image, over his mark, and over the number of his name. That's where I get, I believe, that you've got to be able to see the Antichrist, hear the Antichrist, hear his tail trying to cast you into hell, and then once you overcome that, once you resist that, then you are an overcomer. You're qualified to be an overcomer. December 1988, I had this dream, and I'm going to go through every word of it because I think this dream is important because I think it fits to all of us. Keep in mind, the Prophecy Club did not begin until June 1993, so this was, what is that, five years, six years, five, six years before Prophecy Club even started. At this time, I had no idea I was ever going to be full-time in the ministry. Five years before Prophecy Club began, I now see myself calling... I now see God was calling me to the ministry years before it began. Before going to bed one evening, I watched a video from Jack Van Ampey which was explaining Bible prophecies which gave the same warning that America would be attacked by Russia that was given to Dmitry Dudeman. That evening, my heart was heavy before going to bed. The next morning, I drove my son to, the, to an hour and 30 minutes to the airport. All the way to the airport, the fall of America was on my heart. I began to think in my heart that I should really prepare for the trouble ahead. I mean, I thought maybe I should begin to go get some groceries. Then I thought, no, 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 I should just trust God. Then I thought, well, the Bible says if I don't care, take care of my family. I'm worse than an infidel. Finally, I made a decision. When I got home, I was going to get the checkbook and go buy $500 worth of groceries. And my plan was to start purchasing $500 a month, keep a year or so on hand, rotate the stock. When I got home, I was sleepy, so I went to bed, and I had the very first dream I ever got from God. This was the dream. I dreamt Leslie and I were in the back seats of an airplane that looked like it seated about 60 people. Two seats on each side of the aisle. We were seated on the right side. We were coming in, final approach to a landing. The airplane began to bank to the right. I was uh, sitting next to the window, and the airplane continued to turn sharper and sharper and sharper until finally the wings were perpendicular to the ground. In other words, like this. Okay, so it it went, it turned like this. And when it was like this, all of a sudden, it seemed as if the plane just stopped going forward and began to just fall straight down to the ground like this. And me being on this side of the plane, I was looking straight down to the ground and this ground was coming, I remember it, it was coming really fast. And I realized, okay, this is it. I started to pray and say, I started to pray. Well, Lord, I'll be with you in just a moment. But I changed my prayer. Instead, I started saying, blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus. About that time, Leslie beside me was saying the same thing. She screamed at the top of her voice, blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus. I noticed the the point being in the time of trouble, this is what we do. Got it? Okay. I noticed the people in front, in the front half of the plane were cursing. And using the Lord's name in vain, whereas the back half of the plane was filled with people praying and calling on God for protection. I closed my eyes and expected the feel of the jolt of the impact. I waited 
and I waited till finally I opened my eyes to discover why we not crashed and instead now we were flying forward. Papers were flying all around inside the plane because the whole front part of the airplane where the centers were was gone. The pilot, co-pilot, the wings of the plane were gone. It was just the back part of the fuselage, just as Christians back there. Pilot, wings, all gone. Yet the plane was still flying flat and level. A man one row up, seated across the aisle from the window, said, We're coming over water. I'm going to go ahead and jump. The man behind him put his hand on his shoulders and set him down in the seat. And he said, No, stay with the plane. The Lord is protecting us. I looked out the window across the aisle and could see that we were flying. Even with the fifth story of a building and black glass windows, and I yelled out to the group, We're about five stories up! The plane began, the plane began to descend so slowly that when we landed in the water, there was not even a splash. I put my hand out to keep the plane from bumping the large fishing boat. My eyes fell on the captain's eyes, and I said, Can you help us get to shore? He shook his head, Yes, and the dream ended. But I didn't open my eyes yet. Instead, I said, Lord, see, this is my first dream. I didn't recognize it. Lord, are you speaking to me? Five words came to my mind. I am holding you up. And I think that's the word for us all today. <clears throat> I want you to know, God told me yesterday to tell me, to tell you, he is able. I am holding you up. I think of the time when I pulled up to leave the racquetball place. The Lord spoke to my heart and said, you're about to have an accident. I literally, out of my mouth, I said, well, if I'm about to have an accident, I plead the blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus. And I kept waiting, kept waiting, kept waiting, kept waiting. And so finally I thought there was a, an opening. I pulled out and uh, there's not an opening. Uh-oh. But I didn't get hit. Leslie can tell you, Leslie can tell you, probably you've got similar stories. He has protected you. How many times did you need money? How many times did you, come on. Has, do you not have a testimony of Jesus? Right? We can't deny him. He is why we live and breathe and have our being. He is the center of our world. He's the reason we have a heart that beats, Amen. lungs that breathe. He has fed us, watered us, cared for us, corrected us. We have a testimony. Because we have overcome by the blood of the Lamb. Okay, it's not a secret. You're not talking to a firing squad here. We overcome by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of the testimony, and love not their lives unto the death. That's what he said. If I want to store up for the trouble ahead, go ahead, Stan. But it's not what's going to protect you. And storing up a good. The Lord told Leslie, we should store up. We should do everything we can to prepare. As a matter of fact, we just, oh, three or four weeks ago, God told me, middle night that I, I do need to update my, my, my uh, bug out bag, my bug out bag. 
because it was, it was, I had almost nothing in it. So, I mean, I, I went to Amazon. I got several more things for a bug out bag. And, and uh, we, Leslie and I, she has a bug out bag. Hers is kind of a small one. We had to almost jump on the side of it. And one was pushing, Leslie was zipping it up because it was so packed with stuff. And then my bug out bag is a pretty big one. And that wasn't enough, I got another one. So I've got one, one is like a 90 liter. And I don't know if that means anything to you, but that's a big, that's like one of these, whoo! <laughs> I mean. <laughs> you should, yeah, you better get a two wheeler or, or you better get a mule, because I'm not carrying on. Leslie says, I think they've changed from being bug out bags to becoming survival bags. I mean, we got, we, we, got, we got everything. It's important to be prepared. But understand that no person can prepare for every eventuality. That's what the Lord told Leslie. Yes, we should prepare. Yes, we should get... We need to prepare as best we can. But understanding our... What, what, we can't fix it. Just like we can't fix America right now. The name Jesus is what raised this nation up and the name Jesus is what is about to put it down because we turn from him. He is the king of kings. I'm holding you up and your family up. I am of the Old Testament. The I am that spoke to Moses had just spoken to me and he said he's going to protect us in the days of trouble. Now it's five or six years before Prophecy Club even started. And I, that had been in my heart for the last two weeks. Then I started preparing this. It came back to me. I thought, okay, I guess I'll pull that up. So I pulled it up. And that's another thing. When God speaks to you, if God really spoke to you, nobody should have to tell you to write it down. The date and time, all of the details. Saul sent messengers to take David. The Spirit of God was upon the messengers of Saul. They prophesied. Now, we don't understand that. Another way to say it today is, so the king sent messengers to catch David because they were going to kill him, but the Spirit of God came upon the messengers and they didn't kill David. Instead, they came back. So he sent other messengers and the Spirit of God came on them. And they prophesied and they came back. The Spirit of God was on him also and went and prophesied. And finally, Saul went out looking for David, and the Spirit of God came on Saul. And they started saying, is Saul now become a prophet? Meaning, God is able. God is able to protect us. He's able to provide. I remember Demetri Dudeman said, he'd been getting Bibles through for several years, and <clears throat> he said his whole home was like a Bible warehouse. He said they had Bibles stacked every place. He said you could barely walk through the house for all the Bibles. They came into the house one day with these devices to see through the walls. They were going to try to see if he was hiding Bibles in the walls. Michael Boldea's grandson tells about the incident. They came in and said, Dimitri, we know you have Bibles. Where are the Bibles? Michael, he says, I was only like about three or four years old at the time. So I said, right there. <laughs> my mom slapped my hand. Shut up. Put your hands down. 
They put his face against the wall, his wife, their children with their face against the wall. Started in the morning, searched through the house all evening long, and they couldn't find Bibles. They were stumbling over them. They couldn't see the Bibles. He said, I'd take out the passenger seat and the back seat, filled my whole car with Bibles, even upon the dash. He said, I had so many Bibles in my car, I could barely turn the steering wheel. I'd pull up to the checkpoint, and the, uh, the guy would say, what are you doing with all the books? Where are the Bibles? We know you have Bibles. Open your trunk. He said, open my trunk, it's full of Bibles. Where are all the Bibles? We know you have Bibles. They were all Bibles. God blinded their eyes, broke their equipment. Dimitri said one time he was on a train. And he said, now, trains in Romania are not like what they are in America. They're pretty dilapidated. <clears throat> he said he was asleep on this train waiting to get to his place. A couple of suitcases. He said, all of a sudden, the angel of the Lord spoke loud. He hollered at me. He said, Dimitri, Dimitri, wake up, get up, get up. Get off the, the train. Get off the train right now. So I, I jumped up, you know, got off the train. Train pulled off because it was only like a mail stop, only there for like 60 seconds. I got off. Train pulled out. There was nothing. They just threw the mail off. He says, so I had to walk, pull my big old two suitcases, grumbling and complaining. Then I came around the corner, and the train was crashed. God is able. Amen. He wants me to tell you, see, apparently the, the trouble is just around the corner. God is able. If we are saying, Jesus, come into my heart and just become a Christian, I think we're still a little concerned. But if we've been walking with the Lord a number of years, reading His Word, memorizing His Word, quoting His Word, we've been trying to win people to the Lord. If we have a testimony overcome by the blood of the Lamb, but a word of the testimony, love not their lives unto the death, He's saying, I got you. How many times He had a message like this brought to us lately? Remember, you the folks have been coming for a few years. Man, it was message, judgment, judgment, blood. Devastation, nuclear bombs, just blood, blood, just the end of the world is coming. And now, what, the last six months? I got you. I'm protecting you. Right? Every one of them. He's saying, but if you want my protection, you have to be walking with me. Walk in the Spirit as I'm in the Spirit. Saul cast a javelin at him to smite him. Jonathan knew it was determined his father to slay David. Here's some more examples. I think I've made my point, so I'm going to skip through the examples. Get down to this. Essentially, ask Jesus to forgive your sins. Ask Jesus to come into your heart. Be your God. Protect and provide for you in the day of trouble. He will. Yes, he will. He will. These are the scriptures that give you all the backing to prove what I'm talking about. But today I'm just going to simply close by saying, ask Jesus into your heart. Ask Jesus. See, because Jesus is the righteous judge. And I saw the beast. 
And if the kings of the earth and their armies gather to make war against him that sat on the horse, that would be Jesus. That's a bad idea. Him that sat on the horse of the beast was taken with him the false prophet, which deceived them that had received the mark and them that had worshipped his image. These both were cast alive in the lake burned with brimstone. And the remnant were slain by the sword of him that sat on the horse, which sword proceeded out of his mouth, and all the fowls were filled with their flesh. It takes seven months for all the fowls of the earth to eat the Russians, the Chinese, and anybody else that comes down to attack Israel. Jesus is the righteous judge. He is the one that judges both at the Bema seat or the Feast of Trumpets and also 10 days later on the Feast of Atonement. Jesus has the keys of hell and death. He said, I kill, I make alive. I wound, I heal, and neither can any deliver out of my hand. He is Lamb of God and soon to become King of kings and Lord of lords. Ask him into your heart. Ask him into your heart. And if you do, send me an email. Would you hand me my Bible there, please? So, I told you I was looking for a Bible. I hadn't found it yet. But I came close. What I want to do is say, I'm not saying this yet, but I want to say if you receive Jesus, I'm not saying it yet. This is my plan. I want to be able to send you a Bible. Now, this is, it'll be something like this. I want it to have a zipper on it. And I want it to have giant print. This is about 13 or 14 point print. Leslie says she likes this print better than what her Bible's is. Her Bible's about 14 print, 14 print, 14 point. It also is red letter edition. Got to get over here to the Matthew part. Red, red letter edition. And I'm thinking, not yet, I'm thinking of saying, if you receive Jesus, if you'll send me an email, if that, I'm not yet, <laughs> but if you'll send me an email, then I'll send you one of these Bibles free. Now, this Bible, I bought at retail, I think it was like $60. Not yet. This is what I'm planning. I want, what, what I've discovered is this, I believe it said it was cow leather. Well, it doesn't smell like leather, it doesn't feel like leather. And oh, here's a little test. If it's leather, you can put your tongue against it and you'll feel it go dry because the leather will absorb. Didn't do that. So I'm not, this is not the Bible yet. I want to get one with real cow leather. I've discovered when it says genuine leather, that's pigskin. I don't want a Bible that's wrapped in pigskin. Do you see a problem with that? Yeah. Also, you can also get it in goat skin. I don't want a goat skin Bible. I don't want, what's wrong with cows? Don't we have a cow leather? You know, don't they make cow leather Bibles in America? No, I don't even think they print Bibles in America anymore. Probably as few as they sell, they, they stop printing them. So anyway, I want to get a nice Bible. I want to have cow leather on the outside. I like it to be zipped. I like it to be red leather. It also has the uh, tabs on And I want to do that different. But I don't want to go into that right? anyway. So I'm thinking to have like about 3,000 of them. We'll have to see what the price is. About 3,000 of them printed up. And I want to say, if you accept Jesus and you send me an email, then I'll send you the Bible free. Not yet. And then <clears throat> I want to say, 
here's what it costs me for Bible. I want to print 3,000 Bibles. Here's what it costs. And if you want to help get that stack of giveaway Bibles free, then you can help. And I, I think God will send the money just like that. Even if it's two or $300,000, not a problem. God will send the money because he wants this word out. Then I'll say, this is what I'm thinking, not yet, what I'm thinking. And if you send a donation, then I'll write in here your name and the date you got baptized or the date you got saved, whatever date you want, right on there. And then I'll sign it for a donation of any amount. And what I'll say is, you know, here's what the Bible costs me. You know, send whatever amount you want to. And I think there'll be some people that some won't be able to send anything. Some of them will send two or three or four times what the Bible costs. But the point is, I want to get them a nice King James Bible. Because when you go online, that's not what you find in America anymore. Most of them, I think they try to get the Bible price up between $150 and $250. They don't want you to get a Bible. So I want to make a good, solid Bible that will last till Jesus comes and give away. We'll see. I was praying, Lord, show me who prints Bibles. Anybody but China. I'm so sick and tired of everything in China. America... Everything in America is made in China anymore. I'll buy Bibles any place but China. Sorry, but I got a little prejudice there. <clears throat> I guess that's what you call it, but I'll keep my prejudice. I'm sick and tired of everything made in China. Anyway, what I'd like to do is find an American printer that can contact people that have cows, that have skin. Get... <laughs> You know, you'd think that's not too tough, right? It's almost impossible. My guess is there's nobody in America printing Bibles. My guess is there's nobody in America making cow leather covers. And there's nobody in America that makes zippers anymore. What's wrong with my zipper? I don't know who makes them, but it's not America. Why can't we have one nicely made? So anyway, that's my complaining today. Uh, let me go to the next click, and then we're about done here. There it is. You can become a member of our ministry by clicking on the bottom left here where it says become a member. And also, if you'd like to help this get to other people, click like, share, and subscribe. God bless you. Thank you for coming.